Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year, and we're into the year 2022. And I hope that you are doing great. And this is the first broadcast of the new year. And what I want to say to you is happy new year and happy first week of January of 2022. We're all going to have a great year. Have no fear. This is your year. Again, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and I host this awesome podcast platform, which is Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm well into this process with over 170 episodes since August of 2020. So I'm glad that you could be with me today. And what I want to talk about is our finances. Of course, that's what I'm going to talk about. But remember our mantra, wealth is more than just money. So we also work with mind, body, and spirit as we look at that trinity and that wholeness for us all. And of course, we want to align that wholeness with our finances, to have our financial life just as strong as our mind, body, and spirit. So today, what I'm going to talk about, and I'm glad that you're with me, is this. We're going to talk about how to fix your finances. Now, some of you all may have your finances together, but the likelihood is quite a few people still need a little work to do, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. And we're going to break down your budget for the entire year. 12 months. Yeah, that's a lot. But this is just the foundation as we start and get going on our way. But before we get started, I just want to share a little bit about my background and what gives me the expertise to do this. Uh, well, I started out at the age of 10 when my parents had a grocery store called Bands Grocery and Seafood Market. And at the tender age of 10, I was volunteered volunteered, mind you, to work in the store. And I did. I handled the cash register, stocking shelves, working with vendors, people who brought in soda, ice cream, canned goods, fresh fruit, vegetables, and of course, seafood. And so that's how I had my relationship with money from a very young age, even though I never had a money talk with my parents on my personal finances. But I did in terms of business. And then fast forward years later, I went on to college and got a degree in business management as well as accounting and have over 40 hours of accounting so i can sit for the cpa exam and i just may do that within this year and then i went on to be commissioned into the united states air force where i served for 20 years in what specialty financial management and that's how i arrived at this business wealth building academy uh, llc and of course with this podcast which is aligned with my business model so let's, uh, that's a little bit about me. So let's get started. What I want to do is talk about getting a budget breakdown. And we also want to look at uh, how we break down our budget for the new year of 2022. 
And uh, what we want to consider is this, and this is something I've been working with. I have some financial advisors that I work with, and uh, they have a breakdown. And actually, I just received mine yesterday for a webinar later on today. And uh, it has to do with putting aside 50% for essential uh, bills, for paying your bills, and also other responsibilities you have. For example, a mortgage payment or rent payments or medical expenses or dental expenses, utilities, and different things such as that. And in addition to uh, maybe a student loan, if you happen to have children or you have one yourself. And so we start out with 50% for essential needs for paying your bills and other responsibilities. And then we want to look at 30% for non-essential purchases. And this is what's called the fund money. For example, if uh, you decide you want to just put a little bit of money on the side, not to stress yourself out, then you have saved 30% for that and then 20% for savings. And so we have the 50%, 30%, and 20%, which gives us 100% of all the monies that we make. For example, if we made uh, each pay period $1,000, as an example, and 50% of that will go to your essentials, your mortgage, your rent, your insurance, your health care, uh, food, and then 30% will go for having fun. Maybe if you're going to go to a movie or you're going to live stream, purchase books, whatever you decide to do, take a trip. And then the 20% is for savings. And that savings is, of course, to build up money so that we can have an emergency fund and we can also invest, whether it's in stocks or real estate, uh, whatever uh, modem or medium that you decide to invest in. And so the first thing that we want to do now that we have this percentage breakdown is to look at uh, goals. What are your money goals for 2022? Now, I have some big financial goals for this year because I recently uh, signed in an agreement uh, that is going to not only uh, generate wealth on a daily basis, but on an annual basis and then over the years. So I, I've established an account that would provide me with generational wealth that I can pass down to my children and my children's children. And that's something we should also consider as well. So you want to build your savings. And, and most people don't even have $500. And it's only because we know that inflation has just kicked in. Uh, the great resignation has taken place. So a lot more people are starting their own businesses. They're no longer interested in that corporate environment, even though a lot of people still are. But a lot more people have decided that they no longer want to do the take the traditional route. And so uh, what we want to do is uh, look at if you don't have 500, set a goal to save $500, let's say per month. But when you really add things up due to inflation, uh, you want to save, have at least $2,500 saved up for that rainy day fund. Like we know with pandemic costs, a lot of people to really uh, be going through quite a bit of financial pain and it causes stress. So it has a physical element to it too. And then a lot of people are, are also getting a side hustle. So uh, people are driving Uber or Lyft. Uh, people are setting up bakeries. People are delivering food for, for others and just a whole lot of other things. But you want to uh, work from home if you can. Uh, if you decide you're going to work as a remote employee or as an entrepreneur and you want to save three to six months of funds 
so that in case something does happen, and we, we never know what, what's going to happen with an extension of the pandemic, but we want to position ourselves so that we can respond to uh, the, the needs that we need to take care of. And so we want to set those goals, and then we want to take the action step to make it happen. And uh, it takes time. Like last year, what I primarily did is paid all of my credit card debts off, paid them all off. And uh, a lot of it I use for business when I buy supplies or want to take a course or what have you. Yours may be different, but you want to get those credit card uh, bills paid off, any personal loans, and position yourself to do better. So the second thing we're going to talk about at the goals is looking at that debt, as I'm explaining right now. We want to look at ways of paying off the credit card debts. Uh, working out a plan for the student loan debts, which is a big issue. And now uh, President Biden has a moratorium right now uh, that people have until May to start back paying on their student loans. Initially, it was going to be uh, at the end of January, but he's moved that to May to give people more time. And or if Congress decides that they want to uh, do something even more uh, to help people out with the student loans, uh, because we're going, our economy is going through quite a challenge right now as a result of this pandemic and on again and off again uh, with the vaccines and the mandates, et cetera. So it's something to consider. And then there's a couple of methods that can be used. And one is called the avalanche method. And this particular message involves paying off the debt with the highest interest rate first. So for example, if you have a credit card with a um, credit card uh, company, I won't name any right here, right now, but uh, let's say that interest rate might be 17%. So if you don't pay that credit card off within the 25 days, then you're gonna have interest applied to it. And that's where the banks and the credit card companies make the most of their money. They make it off of that interest, even though a bank, when it starts, has no money, it relies on your money and mine. And yet they take that and they get a certain percentage uh, let's say if you put $1,000 in, they would likely get $5,000 to loan against, to borrow against, and then loan that money out, your money and my money out to someone else. So it's something to consider. And again, the avalanche approach is paying off the debt with the highest interest rate first. And then the next one is the snowball method. And the snowball method is to pay off the smallest debt first. Speaking of snowballs, it snowed about seven inches here on uh, Monday, and we have more snow coming tonight, which is Thursday. So I know a lot about snowballs, but now I'm looking at snowballs paying off the smallest debt first. So we have the avalanche, and if a part of avalanche, there's snow, so we can have a snowball, and then you can pay off a certain amount of debt. And of course, it depends on what you prefer doing. Uh, but uh, perhaps paying off the lowest uh, credit card bill you have or personal loan that you have may be the best route to take. And as an example, let's say if you have a $500 on the lowest amount on a credit card or debt, you pay that off as much as you can. And then for the other credit cards you have, just pay the minimum until you pay off the lowest uh, bill with the, with the lowest amount that's due. And that way, uh, you'll be able to get to the next one, and then you move on to the next one until you finally pay it off. And do not go back and recreate more debt, okay? It's very important not to do that. And then it's uh, good to uh, be able to distinguish between your good debt and your bad debt. Let's say if you purchased a house 
that would be considered good debt because you can't write that the mortgage interest off the real estate taxes and insurance all of that off on your uh taxes so that's that's a good one then consider good debt and bad debt uh, such as uh again looking at paying off a mortgage or if you have some investment property and uh that will bode well as opposed to taking money and just going on a trip somewhere and spend three thousand dollars and once that trip is over you have nothing to show for it <laughs> so uh the bottom line is we want to make sure we do things and, and and do them right and then the third thing i want to talk about is if you're in over your head what should you do when it comes to your finances where do you start well the bottom line is this, and, and it comes down to having uh, just a better understanding of money. Stop spending. People are habitual in their spending habits. If they're not disciplined, they will spend everything. But we want to reverse course and just stop spending and put a spending freeze and don't spend money on any and everything just because you have it. Put that in a savings and ultimately you want to go and invest and focus on your money goal and stop the bleeding we have to put ourselves in a position where we become a lender and not a debtor we want to be able to uh, take what we earn and maximize it and the bottom line is you don't really have to make a lot of money to ultimately one day be well off or become a millionaire which a lot of people want to do and uh but in order to get there you have to start somewhere i was uh, reading a story yesterday where a young man he had gotten down to his last bit of money. He had a bank account and he had a picture of it where he had $26 in the bank. And then seven years later, he was a millionaire because he took the money that he was earning and he started saving it. He paid off all his debt and then he started investing, investing in stock, investing in real estate. And today he's a millionaire. And it's happened actually 20 years before he had set a goal uh, for the age time frame that he wanted to become a millionaire. So uh, it behooves us, you and I, to be disciplined with our money. And uh, we want to ensure that we fix our finances so that we can have financial fitness. And it's something that I always advocate. And again, it's in my DNA because I've been around money forever since the age of 10. And today, uh, what I'm working on now is working to show my children that they can do the same thing and they don't have to want for anything as long as they put the strategies in place that will position them to be financially successful in addition to the rest of their life, that they have a strong mind, body, and spirit. And we want to align our finances with our life, both personally as well as professionally. And uh, it looks like the odds right now uh, with 2022 is that a lot more people are going to be starting businesses, uh, working from home and offering, offering consulting, offering training, coaching, uh, digital online courses like I provide to my clients. And so this is the very first, again, the very first uh, podcast for 2022. And I thank you very much for uh, listening and go on to Apple Podcast rate and review this episode. Have a great day, everyone. And again, Happy New Year. Thanks for Take listening for to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast. Email Paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.